Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What about that podcast, Lynn? Happy New Year! Happy New Year. Okay. <laughs> what they said. What's up, y'all? Happy New Year Happy to you New guys. Year. It's a new How have you year. been so far? It's a new year. <laughs> new Year took us three takes. <laughs> Third time's a charm. Third, Third time's, time's a charm, baby. That's right. Hey, if you don't know, maybe it's your first time listening. Your ears just got blowed out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hope you're still here. It gets better. Yes. <laughs> my name is Hank Meadows. I am pastor of Marion Baptist Church. Lord help them. <laughs> I've got my home slice, Miss Mona, with hey, us. Hey, hey. I got my main man, Dan, <laughs> a.k.a. Jelly Bean, Butter Bean. We now got it right. It's a llama bean. I was about to say, anyway. you can also call me llama bean because those two are the same <laughs> They thing. are. We proved that <laughs> yes. to Mona right after the last episode. She said, they're the same bean. They're not the same bean. I tell you, uh, we literally Googled it no, and you that, saw it. But I said previously to that, I said they're not the same. Okay. Bean. I was All like, right. We about to scrap, sister. About to hit that mute button. I'm we were going to send a whole They're going to make me southern. Yes. Yes. She <laughs> called me a, a, a butterbean. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Those two are completely different. So let's get started, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's when we need video. Good thing we don't have it. <laughs> Oh, oh, Look what you did. Did you need to lose it? <laughs> <laughs> now, oh, gracious. It. Um, I don't even know where we are. You didn't even look not anything like a butterbean. Like <laughs> which you barely pooched out. <laughs> it swelled up a little bit, yeah. Wendy, if you're listening, you should be so very proud. <laughs> so, anyway, oh. so here's sort of my thoughts. Hmm. Boy, we had to transition out of that, or I would be <laughs> useless. <laughs> I want us to set the stage up. <coughs> Guys, we've been given a commission. Hmm. I have, And I have no clue. I didn't look back to see what we've done first of the year in any other year. If it's the same message, well, suck it up, buttercup, <laughs> because you ought to hear it. We've been given a commission as believers. God did not say to go make other believers. God said to go make disciples mm-hmm. in this thing called the Great Commission. We have turned it into the great calling, mm-hmm. like it's the pastor's job or deacon's job mm-hmm. or those who have the spiritual gift of an evangelist. Mm-hmm. They're the ones who do it. Eh, I don't read that anywhere, do you? Mm-hmm. No. I think I read in Matthew. We're not in Matthew. We're in Acts chapter 1. But Matthew says, go. Mm-hmm. Yep. He did, And there's no qualifier right there. Right. He wasn't talking to priests. He wasn't talking to pastors. He wasn't talking to deacons. He was talking about there's some at least 120 people around. Right. Go make disciples. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. So and then to right here's another way they're looking at it as Luke is dealing with Theophilus one more time. So they want, but they're like everybody else. The the disciples are like, hey man, when's it gonna be the end of the age? Come on. Mm-hmm. You know, Paul thought it was coming. I don't. We don't want to unpack all this. Paul thought he would come back at his lifetime. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. we who are alive and right. remain right. will, you know. So, like, what? what's going to happen? And, you know, Jesus is like, eh, don't worry about that. 
the most important thing, and that's the truth for us today. So many people can get so focused on when he's coming back, they forget to do what he called us to do while we're here. Well, right, right, while we're waiting. Yeah. Yeah. In the midst of waiting, you don't just sit here. Right. You do something. Yep. And so then he tells us, we get that great verse of scripture in Acts chapter 1 and verse 8. I'm going to read today. Okay. It's a new day. New day, new year. New, new year, day. New day. New year day. Okay. Yep. That's what it says. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses, and here's the stage, in Jerusalem, in all Judea, and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. All right. And I'll, I'll pray. All right. I'll pray. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for the, the opportunity to... Um, to really live out this mission for for the podcast, um, that that your word, your power would go out um, to the to those that would be willing listeners. And Heavenly Father, we just we pray that we keep that in mind this new year that we constantly be focused on where you would draw us, where you would call us, um, and just always sharing your word. So Heavenly Father, we pray that this be pleasing to you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So. What is there anything that stands out to you guys in that? And then we're going, we're going to literally break down the whole verse. Anything? <laughs> See, we should be prepared for a question like I'm, that. I have an answer. I well, just good, was going to let you go oh, ahead. Goodness. No, it's it's fine. Um, I'll, I'll carry the weight. Uh, the uh, no, it. It's just, New Year. <laughs> the ver. <laughs> I'll carry the weight. Uh, but the, is the vert will? There's no maybe, there's no could, there's no it might happen. You will uh, receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And and two things. Number one, you can rely on his promises. They they always... I don't think one has failed yet. Yeah, yeah. And number two, um, you know, that's where that power comes from. So stop trying to, to draw it from yourself. You can't. You don't have it without him, without yeah, the Holy Spirit. You can't work it up. Right, right. I mean, it's either real power or it's, it's fake. And yeah. is there such a thing as fake power? No. That that would be no power at all. Yeah, it falters. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's what stood out to me. <laughs> what? I mean, just take your time on. Well, now when we got thirty minutes. Yeah, we so I because I'm looking at something and so I can't formulate a thought because I'm trying to look at something. But um, but the in the whole of Acts, I just saw this note in my Bible, so it's kind of stuck in my head. But in the whole of Acts, and in the beginning in chapter one, when it's talking about Jesus, that he spoke of the kingdom of God. And then at the end that they, um, uh, that, that, yeah. who was, <laughs> who are they talking about? Paul was in Rome, sorry. And he proclaimed the kingdom of God. And so that the whole book of Acts is taking this verse and fleshing it out for us. And so truly if, um, if you never studied the book of Acts, it's a great book to study and to to see that living out what Jesus says here that is to be done. And and to to flesh out that statement, um, most people would say the book of Acts is all about the the beginning of the church, the birth mm -hmm. of the church. No, the book of Acts is really about the growth of the kingdom yeah, of God, right. the birth of the church being one chink and, in right, that armor. Right. Mm -hmm. A, a part of it. It's really a book about right. the kingdom of God yes. and how it grows and what happens in its growth and, and that. Yes. Yeah, it does talk about the church a lot. Right. And we do see the growth of the church right. in, in different times. And by the way, just an aside, I believe the church grows most 
and most faithful when it's under persecution. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's what's wrong with the church in America today. We need a good dose of persecution to figure out who's really believers and who are just playing pretending. We've gotten cozy. Yeah. yeah, we've gotten very cozy and very, very, very lazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, so having said, and, and I, to, to me, this is my heart. You guys know this is yep. this is truly my heart. Yeah. Um, of of sharing the gospel and and talking to people about Jesus. I'd rather do that than preach. Mm-hmm. Now I love to preach. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I love one on one interaction. That moment of of salvation. It just it it's greater than I, I've never done drugs. Mm-hmm. Never. It's got to be a greater feeling than any mm-hmm. drug use, mm-hmm. because you you've seen me. Yep. Well, Dan, I was going to see me. I, well, I was going to say even more. It's not just that moment of salvation for you that, but it's that sharing the gospel yes, for you. It yes, really, yeah, yeah. it truly is that you you it, it, you just come alive in a totally different way when you are sharing the gospel and when you are evangelizing, um, as our Brazil friends say. Um, and so it's so then when the moment of salvation and the decision is made, then it just sort of is a grand accumulation of all that. But yeah. you really. You really come alive when you are sharing the gospel. Yeah, because most the, of us sweat through it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah, because I mean, I've had plenty. I mean, plenty of people, and I say that just because it, that's how it came out. Not everybody I've shared the gospel with has, has said yes, right? But right. it is. I love the expectation of the expectancy mm-hmm. of it. I expect everybody to share yes, the gospel right. with the couple, mm-hmm. but not everybody has. But it is. See, and the victory is not in them saying yes. The victory is in us sharing. Right. Right. And so this verse is really close to my heart. Mm-hmm. And and you hit it. What I was thinking too, Dan. But you will receive power. Mm-hmm. See, Hank Mattis cannot do it. I have a question. Okay. I have a question. What What does it mean when it says receive power? Means you're going to get the ability to do it. It's going to be that he's going to see my. And you've heard me say this before. Mm-hmm. That God will take my feeble words. Right. And empower them. Right. See the words that I speak. That I mean, I I tell you all the time. I laugh. I make fun of myself as much as I make fun of anybody else. I'm just a redneck mm. from Chatham, Virginia, <laughs> that God just decided to use. I just want to be one small portion of His mm-hmm. kingdom. My feeble word. I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer. Mm. No. Thanks. Man. <laughs> you agree with me. <laughs> and so I can't talk you into something. And, and yeah. by the way, if I can talk you into it. There's going to be a lot of people much smarter than me that's going to talk you out of it. Right. But if I'm allowing the Holy Spirit to yeah. empower me, like the word here dunamis means, yeah. right. like dynamite, then nothing can break that once it's right. there. Right. I know what, let me deal with these people and say, well, I know plenty of people that got saved and then they got unsaved. No, 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 you're wrong. They never got it. Right. 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 They yeah. may have been play acting and mm-hmm. pretending that they had right. it. Let me hear verse, chapter, verse. Okay, then. First John chapter 2. I think it's verse 15. They went out from us because they were not of us. Of us because right. if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. Yep. Right. Absolutely. Yep. And some of you may be saying, what does that mean? That means if they really had it, they would have never left it. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, and our faith is not a sprint. Anybody can start good. I right. mean, I'm good. Man, I'm still good the first five steps of a race. <laughs> Older I get, the fewer steps it is. Right. But now, don't ask me to run a mile. Don't, don't <laughs> yeah. God bless you guys that are older than me. And I'm 53. You're older than me and you're running marathons, whatever. God bless you. <laughs> I'll stand on the sideline and give you a cup of water all day long. I am not running. 
But so you receive power when he's come upon you. And that's the key when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Mm -hmm. Because, and by the way, that's why if you're not a believer, you're not going to see that fruit. Right. Right. You're you're not going to have the ability to be empowered by the Holy Spirit if you're not a believer. Or if you, even if you are a believer and you have the Holy Spirit living within you, you have to allow that the Holy Spirit to work in your life. Mm -hmm. You have to allow that power to come. So yes, you will receive that power, um, but it is possible to quench the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And so, so it is possible to be a believer who is quenching that Holy Spirit and therefore not allowing that power to work. We've all been there and I've done, I'm guilty of this. I've done this. You, you are feel the prodding, the pulling, the Mm -hmm. coaxing, the moving of the Holy Spirit to speak the name of Jesus to someone. And we don't. Yeah. That grieves him. That quenches his work in your life right. and all that because he's prodding you. And I mean, I know I've been prodded at times to speak somebody's name and spoke Jesus' name to them. And they said no. And then you're like, well, why did you prod me? Mm-hmm. If you're in your foreknowledge, you mm-hmm. knew. Because it's not about them sometimes. Sometimes right. it's about, Hank, am right. I going to be right. obedient? Right. 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 Or sometimes it's just about planting a seed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, like Paul said, uh-huh. you know, I planted, Apollos watered, right. God brought the fruition. Yes. Yep. Well, I think I think when we read power, a lot of times we think, oh, miracles. Oh, I, I, I'm going to speak it and this person's going to be healed. And that can happen. It can happen. Right. I it have can seen happen. it happen. Yes. Right. But at the same time, think you got to look at the big picture here. If, if you're sharing God's word and it leads to someone accepting Christ, what better miracle than their whole eternity being saved? I mean, that's power. I mean, when, when you yeah. change an eternal destiny, there's no power right. like that in the right. world. I mean, yeah. You get what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. When you can, when you, me just sharing my faith and telling somebody the good news, which we're going to tell you what it is in a minute, mm-hmm. and they say yes, think about this. Mm-hmm. They went from a sinner bound for an eternity Absolutely. in a place called hell that's black, dark, which black is dark, <laughs> fire, heat. And so I know you're going to say, wait a minute, fire brings light. I don't know how it works, but yeah, right. I just know it says, mm-hmm. you always think you're falling, there's screams, you think you're alone. That's where you're headed yeah. without Jesus. Yeah. I share my faith. I tell you the good news. I tell you the gospel. You say yes and believe it in your heart. Now, you can say yes and not believe it. Right. Mm. Right, You're not not going to heaven if you didn't believe it and really mean it. But you do. You now get to go to heaven. Mm -hmm. But it is never because of Hank. Right, right. I was just the You were a vessel for it. Yeah, the vessel. Right. It's all about the power of God to cleanse, I mean, oh my gosh, we could get into every the few, I have you, other week. I've talked about propitiation, mm-hmm. redemption, right. mediation, yep. and then resurrection. Yep. All those words are present. I mean, there's. Do you know what all is happening at the moment of salvation? Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is. There's right. propitiation, which means God's wrath is now satisfied. Mm-hmm. And his 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 holy his wrath is satisfied. His justice is satisfied. There's sanctification. You are cleansed, and you're made. There's justification. You're made just, and then you go into a life of sanctification, and then looking ultimately to glorification. There's also resurrection. You're now going to be able to rise from the dead. There's all, and then salvation. That's in parts. Right. I'm saved from the penalty of sin. Mm-hmm. I'm being saved from the power of sin. And then ultimately, I'm going to be saved from the very presence of sin. Yeah, right. All that occurs in one moment. Mm-hmm. Yep, and we look at you know not to to take away from it, but we look at 
the physical resurrection of Lazarus when we say, oh, isn't that amazing? But we have the ability to be part of, you know, Lazarus died. His physical body died at some point, not terribly long after that. Yes. But we have the ability to take part in in being that vessel. And again, vessel's an important word because vessels, uh, my orange juice container doesn't say, well, I think I'd really like to have grape juice today. <laughs> no, the vessel pours out what's been put in it. It yeah. doesn't ask questions. It doesn't say, I'm going to pour something else out. So if if you want the Holy Spirit to work through you, be a vessel and put put out what God has put into you and nothing else. And he's already put it in you. Right, right. right. You're a true believer. But yeah, we... we we shy away from sharing the gospel. We say, well, is it really that important? But we're losing out on being part of, of the most powerful miracle that, that can exist. Right. Or is it that important? I mean, just heaven and hell's at stake. Right. <laughs> That's all. Tell us the good news, Mona. Well, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> I just want to make sure. Wow. That, I just want to make sure the listeners I knew. I want to make sure they know that we know. Um, but so the good news is the gift of salvation that Jesus gives to us and in, in that the um, that we don't have to pay that penalty for our sins because it says that that all have sinned and the the um, payment for that sin is death. But because of Jesus's death on the cross and his blood that was shed, we don't have to pay that penalty that um, that Jesus pays that for us if we accept it. And so that's the good news. That's the, the gift of salvation that we're given. And it is a gift. It's not something that we have to work for to earn. It's not something that we have to um, do certain acts so that we can accept it. But it is a gift of grace. And so that's the good news. That's yeah. the gospel. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I might get resaved after you say that. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm get, you can only get saved one time. That's right. Um, so anything else about that? No. We're good? So then he goes, this is where I believe, especially Southern Baptists, I believe we're hypocrites. Hmm. That'll bless you <laughs> to have a man say that. There it says, and you, well, he'll be my witnesses. Well, see, we're, we're called to be his witnesses. Mm-hmm. Paul says we're to be his ambassadors. Same difference. Mm-hmm. And you, by the way, you don't get to create the message. You just have to say what's been told. Yeah. That's right. yeah. And that's where I fall out with, with the people that want to change the, and I'm just going to say it, the definition of marriage or, or right. all that. It's already been defined by yeah. God. And I have no right to say how it changes. God said it. And I'm if I'm his ambassador, I don't go out on my own. Right. I, I say what God says. And it's clearly delineated. Right. It's about genders and marriage and the like. You you know I'd like it, but that's what God's word right. said. So, but where am I to be as witnesses? There are Southern Baptists that'll get on a and and I'll say all denominations get on a plane and go here and go there and pay lots of money because they're not cheap mm-hmm. to go somewhere mm-hmm. to a foreign country or another state and do the work and share the gospel, mm-hmm. but they won't do it right. in their own house, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're, I, I, and I've literally had people tell me, well, I don't want to offend them. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're going to not offend them right into hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I just look at them and go, so you're willing to go offend the possibility of offending somebody from, you name the country or the state with the hopes of them coming to Jesus, but you're not willing to take the chance of your family? You don't really love your family. Or you're willing to offend God through disobedience. Yeah. Rather than offend somebody, you know, down the yeah, street. Yeah, that's a good way yeah. to look at it, too. Yeah. yeah. 
because we're called to do this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the Great Commission. M- most Baptists, something funny, they think the Great Commission is now be seated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But look and look where it starts. It says in Jerusalem. That's where you're currently mm-hmm. located. Right. Mm-hmm. That's your home. Yes. To me, that's where it begins. Mm-hmm. If if I could preach to thousands. But if my two children never came to Jesus, I would be a failure as a parent, yeah, I think. But the, I would I would back that up just a little bit and say, if you didn't give them the opportunity. Yes, yes. Because, yeah. because it's their choice. Right. Can't answer for Matt. You're right. right. You're and right. So, yeah. So I would back, backtrack that a little bit. So go ahead. But yeah, how yeah. many of us. Th- right. And, and dads, I want to speak to you for a minute. It's a proven fact that. The percentage of children that get saved if the dad is saved Mm. is so much higher than if just the mom. Mm -hmm. Now, you can argue that fact all you want to, but facts are facts and statistics are statistics. statistics. (laughs) It's just a higher percentage Mm -hmm. and a higher percentage the younger you are. And so he says, you got to start where you're at. And so for me, it's the home, it's our church, it's it's Pennsylvania County, it's Ch- or Chatham, Pennsylvania County, and all of that. That's where Hank has to be the most faithful in sharing the gospel. Right. And then he moves out right. to Judea and Samaria. That's when you get out to the state and to the country. And then he says, and to the ends of the world. It's not godly, I don't think. For me to get on to a plane go to the end of the world, and go to the end of the world and not or right. not go across the road. Right, right, right. Or even worse, what what message are you sending your children if you won't take time to sit with them, read their Bible with them, whatever, but yet you'll go to another country yeah. and yeah. So so as you were were saying this, it, it hit me that the significance of him adding Samaria, because the Jews did not mm-hmm. did not um they called them half breeds, right? They they, <laughs> they had purposely no went around right. Samaria. Yes, they yeah. had no association with the Samaritans. So to for Jesus to include that as part of the growing concentric circles um, that of Samaria, the the people, the very people that um, the Jews would be naturally inclined to to not include, right? Um, but Jesus saying you to go to them too, yeah. Yeah, you got to go. Listen, I'd go to, if I could share the gospel with the person that disliked me the most, I would. Right. And that's not to, to beat much. But you just got, I got marching orders. Mm-hmm. And so I know some of you are going, well, man, I really just don't feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. I can't say that I always feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Mm-hmm. And it's my spiritual gift. Right. But you still got to do it. Right. Um, or you may say, well, I don't know what to say. Well, Paul said, I preach Christ and him mm-hmm. crucified. That's pretty yeah. simple. Or let me give you this technique. Tell them what happened to you. Right. Well, it says right there, witnesses. You can't you can't share something you haven't witnessed. Yeah. You can't be a witness to something you haven't experienced. Exactly. You know? Just tell them what happened to you. Yeah. I was a sinner. Mm-hmm. I was living for the world. Right. Then I met this man named mm-hmm. Jesus. Yep. And ever since then, my life has changed because he changed me. Mm-hmm. I accepted his free gift of salvation, understanding that I was a sinner. And since that day, I've not been the same dude or dudette because I'm a new creation. Mm -hmm. That's the gospel, too. Mm -hmm. Okay, let me give you this other one. I'm going to give you, go to John 3.16. Tell it, sister. Well, go to John 3.16 and where it says, for God so loved the world, insert 
the person's name that you're talking to. God so loved the world that he, for God so loved Gabriella that he gave his only begotten son, that Gabriella might have eternal life. And so, and it's powerful and impactful yeah. when you do that. That's what you used. did in Brazil and empower with several girls. And, and it was powerful. It's so it's, I mean, it's that simple. Don't make it harder than what it is. Mm-hmm. We think that people are going to mock us, and they may at times. Right. Or they're going to say, people are going to say no. Right. right. Just understand that. But man, when they say yes, mm-hmm. it's, it's amazing. And it is not, you know, the weight isn't on you no, whether they say yes yeah. or no. Yeah, it's not on me. You're just there to share. You know, go back to what I am. I'm a vessel. Right. I'm an ambassador. Right. I'm a witness to it. And so, what? What is there something you may say? Well, preaching. What, what do you say before you? I really try to. Paul, before Agrippa, he's talking about his his conversion, and this is sort of what I pray right before I ever share. And this is in Acts chapter twenty six and verse eighteen. Here's the context. He's talking to Agrippa, and he, he's talking about his conversion. And God is speaking, telling him, saying, I'm delivering you from your people and from the Gentiles of whom I'm sending you. He sent them to the Gentiles. Here's what he says. To open their eyes mm-hmm. so that they may turn from darkness to light, from the power of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and a place among those who are sanctified by faith in me. And I have written down right there, you see it, what evangelism does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We, I, we all have a kingdom purpose Mm -hmm. every one of us are called to do this to be a shining light of the glory that resides in us by the power of the holy spirit it is only by his ability to create in us this this desire he said if i be lifted up i'll draw all men to myself and that's when he does when he opens their eyes they can turn from darkness to light power satan to god and receive forgiveness of sins that's what I want to happen in the moment that I'm sharing with them. And I never go into it without going, God, I can't do it. I need you. Mm-hmm. And God, here's what I'm asking you to do in these next few moments. Right. To let the light of you come on in their life. Mm-hmm. In their life. Well, and I, I, so many people, both, you know, non believers and unfortunately, the church, uh, they, they believe what they're doing when uh, that evangelism is just getting more people to your religion, you know, and and that's not the case. That's why we don't feel bad brushing off because who cares if they're part of your religion or not? Yeah. What it's about. We have faith. Yeah. Is is being again, that, that same word, that vessel for something that can lead to them to have, have an eternity changing relationship with Jesus. You know, every time you open your mouth, that's what you're after life change. Yes. Right. I don't want to put on so and this is why I went with this. What we need is not, well, you know, twenty-five secrets to a new you. <laughs> Have a new kid in five days. <laughs> I can give you a new kid in five minutes right. if they come to Jesus. That's right. I mean, you know what I'm saying? All these things. I'm gonna make a new year's resolution. And give by my face. Man. <laughs> come on, bro. We got three minutes. You know, don't don't make a resolution. Make a covenant with God. Yes. Mm. yes. I'm telling you, you will never, ever. We could sit here and share stories. Let me give you one real quick. His name was James. Mm-hmm. I, th- I may have shared it on here before. I don't know. James annoyed me. 
we were in Haiti and we were doing mission work. Me and and my partner was was Tony Harvey, and and he sort of attached himself to my hip, and he kept butting in. <laughs> in the moment we were, sh- and so finally I put him aside. I'm like, dude, stop! I had my interpreter going, stop, man. And he kept saying, well, I want to share what you have. And I began thinking about the Paul when he's uh-huh. doing that. And I'm like, you don't even have it. Right. And so I broke down and shared with him right. the gospel. And he said yes. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he's crying. And it's like, now can I share? Sure. He had heard it so much that he shared it almost perfectly right. in three circles. That what we're doing. And so then you're like, okay, was it just, a, did he just say yes? And did he really mean it? So then you're sort of questioning what you shouldn't do. It's not up to me. It's up to him and God. And so the next day... Yeah, what? No, it was two days later. We go back, and he's got a bunch of his friends mm-hmm. that he wants me to mm-hmm. share with. And we get to the to the end, and and they're all mocking him, going, "Yeah, we know who you were. You were just just last Friday night. We had to carry you home because mm-hmm. you got so drunk, and you did this, and you did that." And here's what he said: "That's who I was that day. Mm-hmm. I'm a different guy today." Yep. Because I believe in the God that they are preaching and Jesus Christ, his son. Wow. So lose contact, you know, really didn't talk to, mm-hmm. to, to my contacts very much there for a little bit about James. So then finally, about a year later, I'm like, hey, what's, what's going on with James? Mm-hmm. He's now the pastor of the church mm-hmm. in the community mm-hmm. where I, I led him to faith. That. He's the pastor. Yep. They say doing tremendous work under severe persecution. Yeah. You never know. You may share the gospel, and the next person you share with may be the next Billy Graham, may be the mm-hmm. next Lottie Moon, may be the next Annie Armstrong. Right. May just be a faithful Sunday school teacher in your local church. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But how many times do we say, can I share? How many times do we ask that? We say, do I have to? God, are you short? Can't somebody else do it? But how many times do we say, can I share? It? Yeah. You know, we never look at it that way. Yeah. You know. It's a privilege that God wants to use us. Right. So I really want to do this for this year to try to encourage you this year. I'm not asking you to win the world. Mm. Go with what the Southern Baptists, I, I really like this mm-hmm. this thing. Right. Just win one. Yeah. Who's your one? Make a decision after hearing this of one person mm-hmm. that you were determined. Look, look, if they're not a church-going person and they're not a believer, just don't run up. This is the worst thing you can do, I believe. <laughs> can I tell you about Lord Jesus Christ, about being saved save your life? You need to change your ways. You're going to bound to for hell. <laughs> I've seen that word for uh, word so many times. Exactly. Yeah. And you're talking about that is a turnoff. Yeah, yeah. Right. Build a relationship. Yeah. Buy them a cup of coffee. Yeah. Carry them a pie. Something to build so they yeah. see who you are and they know you're valid right? and you're real. Yeah, yeah. And s- yes, slowly work. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, well, preach. Are there times that I quickly share the gospel? Yep, there are times. Mm-hmm. Mission trips, a lot of times, yeah, yeah it's on the spot. You got to mm-hmm. do it now. I don't have time to build a relationship. Let me just tell you about Jesus. Right. Right. But even then, I don't go, have you accepted Jesus Christ personally? <laughs> I don't do that. I right. just talk about a story. But here, you can't. But at the same time, don't make it so you never get to the gospel. Right. Yeah, yeah. You got to have a plan. Yeah, yeah. And so after you begin building it, what a great, here's a great first step. Do you have a church? Mm-hmm. Why don't you come with me mm-hmm. to church? Right. That to me, and, and listen, then 
man, who I cannot tell you the people that have come. Preacher, I just came just to be I'm friends with such and such, and I just came here just because they invited me mm-hmm. to come. I hadn't I don't even know what I'm doing down front right. and holding it by the hand. I don't know why these tears are at my, <laughs> had them run out of my eyes. I, I don't know what I'm doing. Right. Yep. Yep. It's that simple. Make the commitment. Mm-hmm. And don't get in a resolution. Get in a covenant with yes. God. Yes. And he'll but you will receive power. I loved how you started mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. It's a guarantee. Yeah. For sure. Close us yep. in prayer. I thank you, Lord, that um, you did give us this commission. And so um, I pray that we would be faithful to follow you, that we'd be faithful to do the work that you have given us, that you we would be faithful to be your witnesses because you have done great work in our lives and your, um, your gift of salvation is marvelous beyond words and so i pray that we would be faithful to what you have asked us to do and um and so for each one who's listening and for the three of us lord that we would indeed like hank has said make a covenant with you to um be faithful to follow you to grow in our walk with you and to tell others about you and so um we pray blessings on everyone who who is listening um and that their eyes would be open to see you more and more And so we just thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you guys. See you soon. Bye, y'all.